0: The literature is not very clear in defining why people fail to lose weight on diets. What role does crooked thinking play? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is Dr. Dennis Gage. Dr. Gage is an endocrinologist with a subspecialty in metabolism and clinical nutrition. He is an attending physician at Lenox Hill Hospital and Beth Israel Medical Center, and is a clinical instructor in medicine at NYU. Dr. Gage is the author of The Cinderella Syndrome and director of the Cinderella Lifestyle Program in New York City. Welcome to ReachMD.
1: Oh, thank you. How are you doing, Leslie?
0: I am good, thank you. Now, Dr. Gage, what's the most common reason that people struggle with dieting?
1: I think the most common reason that people struggle with dieting is because it's a restriction on their lifestyle. They have what I call unrealistic expectations of what's going to happen when they finish a diet. And they all think they're going to finish a diet and not continue a lifestyle.
0: So they view it as a short-term thing.
1: Most patients view it as short-term and are looking to get weight down. And I don't think they're looking ahead as to how they're going to keep it off. The typical slogan that a patient comes in with is, just get this weight off me, I promise you I'll keep it off. (laughs) They're very into the immediate gratification of weight loss.
0: Now how about self-motivation? What role does that play?
1: A patient who's self-motivated is going to be more apt to, number one, be accepting of the lifestyle that they have to incur to get the weight loss down. We like patients who are motivated. Motivational therapy has become a big term in behavior mod where we enhance the patient's feeling about themselves and what they can achieve. What can they do? You could be successful. See yourself changing act, think, and talk as if you're already there, believe in yourself. Those are all very positive things because, you know, if you think positive, you're going to do positive. It's a well-known angle for business people, for every walk in life, these motivational methods.
0: Now, what role does cognitive management play? You
1: know, the cognitive tools, I think, that have become, in a way, the mainstay of typical therapy now, become a very big methodology is providing patients with an ability to understand that they are interpreting certain symptoms and signs that they they look at the environment and they look at themselves and they see how they feel, and their mind is telling them something. And that's their mind telling them something, and it's not necessarily realistic. And I think so cognitive therapy has become a very major, major uh, player in the behavioral techniques. We're very cognitive when we look at things like assertiveness, avoiding self-sabotage and outside sabotage, failure spirals. Because many times, the patient is setting themselves up. Their mind is telling them, no, I can't become successful. I'm a failure. I failed many diets in the past, so doesn't it make sense? I'm going to fail this one. We break that cycle by pointing out that this is projecting. This is fortune-telling, as David Burns would say in his book, Feeling Good. This is fortune-telling. I'm going to do horrible on this diet, Dr. Gage. Or, Dr. Gage, I'm not going to, this diet's not worth it unless I lose 100 pounds. It's just not worth even trying. All or none thinking.
0: They have unrealistic expectations in both directions, it sounds like.
1: Unrealistic expectations is the biggest sabotage in people who have successfully lost weight. Because what happens is, is if somebody loses 25 pounds, despite the fact that they want to lose 50 pounds, they don't understand the gray zone. They want to either lose the 50 or not lose it all. That's not the real world. The real world is a gray zone. Uh, Different shades of gray define everything in our lifestyles. How successful you are in business, how well you do with your friends. It's not like you're the perfect friend or not a friend at all. You're good friends to some people, fair friends to others. And uh, unfortunately, when it comes to weight loss, we have a lot of patients who are are the, I call them the light switch instead of the dimmer. They're on or off. I'm on the diet or they're gone. And they don't learn that gray dimmer that you could successfully lose twenty pounds in weight despite wanting to lose fifty, and that's still an achievement. And typically what happens is the patient gets disappointment. In fact, if you look at Foster, who's who's done a very interesting psychological study, he had patients come into a nice behavioral program with all the techniques They all had the counseling, and they lost about 15 to 16%, something like 16 kilos, plus or minus 7, as a group. And he asked the patients, with that weight loss, how do you feel? He gave them categories. I'm happy. I've hit my dream weight. Uh, Acceptable, disappointed, or did not reach disappointed weight. And what's fascinating is 47% of that group, after losing this weight, didn't even get to the disappointed weight. They told him, you know, I lost the 16% weight. I want to lose five more pounds, and then I'll be disappointed. They, they didn't even get to the disappointed weight. <laughs> 47%, that's almost half. 20% were disappointed. 24% said acceptable. 9% said happy. And the dream weight, nobody had hit the dream weight. Nobody. So what is this telling you about expectations? It's pretty wild, and, you know, people... I don't know if you could ever settle somebody down into the understanding that there's not such a thing as a perfect weight loss. There's nothing wrong with striving. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know, I'm down 30 pounds. I'm going to see if I could change. I'm going to try to increase my physical activity to a reasonable point and see if I could lose a little more.
0: For those of you who are just tuning in, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. You're listening to ReachMD XM 157. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunch, your host, and with me today is Dr. Dennis Gage. We are discussing the crooked thinking that often accompanies attempts at weight loss. Now, Dr. Gage, what seems like constant bombardment by the media, introducing the newest, latest, greatest weight loss book, does this help or hurt these patients?
1: the media is Cinderella. Usually what the media does is it hypes up. It could be something very simple, the new fiber diet. It gets people excited, There's hype, and that's because people are going to listen to this. The media doesn't really give the people a fair understanding of what the spectrum is here. And that's because if you present this in a reasonable fashion, patients are not interested. Oh, yeah, I got to do food records. I got to got to go to group. I don't want that. I want the magic pill.
0: <laughs> well, it's definitely not sexy.
1: <laughs> it's not sexy. They want they want to, boom, look like that new star who just put on the gown and whatever she did, I want to do. You know, that seems to sell. And unfortunately, it feeds into the whole problem that I wrote about in the book, the Cinderella syndrome. And it's kind of an ironic problem because really the media is setting up failure spirals. What the media is doing is saying, there is magic. You can just do this or that and look phenomenal and look like this movie star. And that's not the truth because patients are going to try to do that and then fail. And, you know, you wonder how many people develop depression over dieting because you're really setting them up for failure after failure.
0: Besides your own book, of course, are there any other of the diet books that you do find helpful for your patients?
1: Well, the Learn Manual, Kelly Brunell wrote a beautiful manual in terms of uh, it's a little more manual-like and structural, but it certainly contains a lot of what I talk about. There's a learn manual for the instructor and a learn manual that, uh, that's for the patient that's been around for quite a while. Of course, the Weight Watchers program is actually a pretty good program. I think very reasonable. I don't think they have too much of this crazy hype. I certainly enjoyed David Byrne's book, which is, I think, a classic now, you know, Feeling Good really talks so much about crooked thinking. It's an excellent book for anybody who has to deal with pretty much any, any facet in their lifestyle. It really points out what, you know, that your thinking is not always right on target.
0: So what else can we do to help these patients avoid the cycle of yo-yo dieting?
1: Like I said, one of the things that we could do in our program is that after patients finish the program, we have them assigned a unique scale A downloadable scale, it's basically a scale with a Bluetooth that can be attached to the patient's computer. When they weigh in, the scale will actually send the weight into the computer, and that's now downloaded to the clinician. It could be a nutritionist, doctor, psychotherapist. And what I do is I set that number when a patient has lost weight. I tell them, you have a buffer zone of about 3 to 5% above your weight. If you started out at 200 pounds, you got down to 150, you've been very successful. I'm going to tell you that you can go between 150 and 156 and a half, and that's okay, that's fine. That's your buffer zone. But if you hit the 3 to 5%, if you go above that number, that's called my red alert number, and what happens is the computer automatically is going to download to us. We're going to get in touch with you and say, get over and tell me what's going on. So we're kind of discriminating our patients who hit that number. And the reason that number is so important is that patients who have gained beyond 5% of their body weight back and don't address that issue, their success rate falls to like 11%. It goes very low. So it's very critical to get them right at that point before they regain more.
0: Maybe because you're calling them they're less embarrassed?
1: I think what happens there is is they know that I'm there with them. It's almost as if Dr. Gage is still monitoring you. Usually what happens is in the office, and this this goes for any office that would use the scale, is if you're with a patient for, let's say, 16 weeks, they feel comfortable with you, they're very happy to have you be monitoring them because you know them and they know you. They're not going to sign up for the scale unless they feel comfortable with you, and that's very critical because you could go to a Weight Watcher group and feel very uncomfortable. I had a guy go to a Weight Watcher group, and uh, he said, you know, there are no men here. And he just sat there and just couldn't wait till it was over. The nice thing about the clinician is you've dealt with the patients. You're their friend. You know them. You're, you're supportive. You're caring. They feel confident in you. So there are a lot of big positives with them knowing that you're, you're following them and not somebody else who they don't know.
0: It doesn't feel too big brotherish that somebody's peeking at them in the bathroom
1: <laughs> you know something majority of my patients want that they say you know i'm leaving the office i've done well but you know i can't get here every week it's been you know i've done well with your program i'm just scared i don't know what's going to happen i say look don't worry i'm going to follow you if you get into trouble i'll be there with you you think it's the big brother but when it comes to weight loss friendly big brother is what's wanted supportive big brother
0: Certainly. And again, it's sort of an external locus of control that there's somebody else besides me in this.
1: Yeah, they don't feel alone. They feel like they're still being monitored. And, um, you know, this has been looked at, the Internet, communicating. The novel part of this program is that it's structured to really make sure, you know, we're not looking at all these other medical signs like sugar readings and cholesterol and blood pressure. We're looking at educational involvement with the patient to show that they can work as a team with us and maintain weight off. That's the beauty of the program.
0: I'd like to thank our guest today, Dr. Dennis Gage. We have been discussing strategies to help people achieve and maintain their weight loss. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.